0: welcome to the coached success podcast this podcast is aimed at connecting you with the ways top performers think about challenges so that you can adapt your thinking accordingly and live your version of ultra extraordinary on today's episode i speak to alvin ace a former rugby player who became paralyzed after being in a car accident, I speak to him about reigniting his passion for life and becoming the first paraplegic South African to complete an Ironman triathlon. Stay tuned, this episode is not to be missed. Alvin, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, I'm good, thank you. Uh, it's just extremely hot Yeah, where we are right uh, now, but I'm doing well, thank you. Okay, can't perfect.
0: Okay, perfect. So, Alvin, Would you like to tell us who you are? Yeah, sure. So
1: um, I'm a South African para triathlete. Uh, I do the Ironman and short course racing triathlon um, in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And yeah, before that, uh, I'm an ex-Marty's rugby player uh, that wasn't involved in a car accident and got paralyzed from the chest down. Um, but yeah, now we do triathlon, Ironman events, um, and also a YouTuber as well.
0: Okay. Um, wow. It sounds like you went from being a, like you said, a rugby player into facing a huge challenge, but then going into, into Ironmans, but as somebody who's paraplegic. Can you tell us a bit about how, yes. how, how initially you reacted to the accident You initially
1: actually yeah so you know it's a big blow um it's it's difficult to put it into words you know what goes through your mind when something like that happens in your whole life gets flipped upside down um i don't think you can explain it in words actually what goes through your mind at that stage but um the first thing that that comes to mind is that you actually you lose everything mm-hmm. physically you lose everything physically um, and in the world that we live in today, that that basically is everything. So um, to me, you know, to lose the ability to walk is, it's, yeah, um, it's something that really crushes you in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call it that. And together with that, you know, you lose all inhibition and ambition just to, to live and, you know, achieve your dreams and goals. All of a sudden, because you're now in a wheelchair, yes. so overcoming that um, is a huge. It's a mental thing. It's a mental challenge. It's yes, it is physical, but the biggest battles in the mind.
0: Obviously, difficult facing something like that. Firstly, being in an accident, mm. then losing your ability to walk, and especially because yeah. you relied on your physical physical ability so much as an athlete. You said you played rugby for masters before okay can you tell us a bit about your ambitions before um being in the accident
1: yeah so obviously yeah before the accident my Mm -hmm. biggest dream was um to play professional rugby and make a career out of that Mm -hmm. um so at the time of the accident you know that everything gets lost all that just goes down the drain immediately because when you're in a wheelchair there's no more rugby. Yes, there's other sport, but specifically for rugby, that is, it's completely over. Um, So, yeah, it's it's something that happens, obviously not by choice, you know? So you lose, you lose a lot, and it's something that's forced upon you. Um, A disability, you know, especially acquired disability, um, it's something that happens sudden, it's an accident, um, it's not a choice. Usually not a gradual process, um, so yeah, dealing with that, yeah, it's like you know dealing with yeah. death of a loved one. I can imagine. It's, mm-hmm. it's you pretty could. rough, except, yeah, it's the death of your old life, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: and yeah. obviously that is like you said, it's the death of your old life. It's you completely losing your identity and like your purpose because you said previously you saw yourself as becoming a professional rugby player, going playing for South Africa and now all your dreams—not yes. only—not only is your dreams ripped away from you, but also your physically physical ability, like you said, you lost all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, how old were you yeah. when this happened?
1: I was twenty-four years old. Twenty-four. Eh? So okay.
0: Yeah, you're quite four years so. young. Actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So
1: you have your whole life in front of you, and yeah. something like that happens. Mm-hmm. And it's it's also difficult because at that stage you don't you don't always have the you know emotional intelligence or capacity. Yes. Um, to deal with those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So I think, to, yeah, it, it plays a huge role when when it happens in your life and how you deal with it. Um, okay. Life kind of forces you to grow up really quick when something like that happens.
0: Okay, now tell me, and then, so after the accident, you obviously found yourself in a dark place and like you said, you were stripped away of everything. But how did you recreate yourself? How did you How did you find yourself doing triathlons and just becoming, going back into sport, going from really low into saying, yeah. listen, you I've, I've lost my physical ability, but I can still recreate myself and I can still be as strong as people, um, as yeah. other people, even though I don't, I can't use my legs. You understand? Mm-hmm. I mm.
1: Yeah. Well, um, for me, for me the biggest thing is obviously religion and faith. Well, mm-hmm. and, and rediscovering yourself and going back to the core to actually asking yourself so who are you actually Mm -hmm. and what are you capable of and what are your dreams and you have to you have to refocus and realize that everything that you are and who you are isn't isn't just bound in your physical ability so if you loved sport you know with or without your legs you still love sport Mm -hmm. and that's a very important thing to to, uh, to realize is that your self-worth is not dependent on your physical ability. Um, so that was a big thing to overcome, is to realize that look, I'm actually still the same person. I'm just a, I just use a wheelchair now. Yeah. I wouldn't say, yeah, I'm in a wheelchair, I just use a wheelchair to get around. Um, so that yeah, that, that was a big, you know, speed bump just to get over mentally, to realize mm-hmm. that. And then I can actually start to, to move on and get on with my life and see what, what life still has to offer. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's the biggest thought pattern that I had to go through is not placing myself self-worth in physical abilities.
0: Yeah. Okay. And how did this initially start? You said it was, you find yourself obviously at the, at the place of where you needed to have go into religion, into your faith and be like, you know what? Mm. Um, I'm more than just my physical ability but yeah, how did you reach that point where you said, listen here, yeah. was it with the, behind the guidance of a friend, a family member, or did you just decide one day I need to, I'm, I'm broken. I need to, I need to find my way. I need to discover more. How did you just, yeah. how did you reach that point?
1: Yeah. So, so the beginning for me was obviously in, in the beginning it, it was a lot about self worth. so, mm-hmm. You don't feel like you're the same person anymore. You're not worth much anymore. Okay. And when I say religion and faith, I mean that God showed me that he still loves me just as much, even though I am in a wheelchair. So okay. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what shape or form you are in. He still loves you just as much. And okay. that takes all the pressure from yourself. It takes, okay. it takes everything away because then you realize that, look, it's not about you know failing or achieving something. The outcome is still going to be the same. And for me, it was also like, look, I don't have anything to lose now. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just, you can go after it. And even if you fail, it's fine. It, it doesn't matter because you're already at rock bottom. Yeah. So for me, that, that was a very easy point to, to start at and start building up, um, you know, what is a career in sport. Um, that, that is far easier than where you are now, where you're already you know, um, established as an athlete and you mm-hmm. do races and stuff. There's a lot more pressure now on yourself. But it's actually a perceived pressure because now you have your ego playing a role again. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you have this pride playing a role again. Whereas at that moment, there was no pride, there was no ego involved because you're already at rock bottom. Yeah. And that's actually an amazing place to to be at, to be honest, mm-hmm. because i can see the difference now now it's more um you're a lot more cautious because you don't want to fail and okay. at that point it was look you can't fail there's no failing because you can't go any lower yeah. than this yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful perspective you took there and um mm-hmm. i like the fact that you say that you know what i was at the rock bottom um i've been stripped of my identity my ego so now I am, I'm basically naked. I need to recreate myself. I need to clothe myself again and become the person. Yeah. And then you basically decide, listen here, this is my passion. It's always been my passion. I'm just going to go after it. I can't lose anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that because so many of us, yeah. like you say, are scared of, of trying something new, are scared of setting that stretch goal and going after something big or that scares Absolutely. us. Um, because we, we fear failing. We fear Falling or losing our identity, but yeah. sometimes we need to be stripped of the the perceived person we are, the perception of who we think we are, so we can actually re- recreate the yeah. person we want to become. So amazing!
1: Yeah, you know, and, and the truth is, as you say, you you have a fear of losing what you already have. It's actually ridiculous because you're not actually that you're not that special. You're not that important, <laughs> honestly. Yeah you can you can lose it it's fine it's Mm -hmm. we we all actually don't have much Um, so you can risk it if I wish I could just tell everyone you know you can risk it you can go for it because um, people would admire more the courage that you even try to go after Mm -hmm. something than just doing nothing Um, but a lot of people they they feel safe in their comfort zone and they just feel safe where they are so they'd rather just not try anything and they just keep on dreaming or keep on speaking about it yeah. and, you know, not even just going for it. Um, and the, the whole thing of overnight success is a, is a facade that mm-hmm. it doesn't exist. Um, everyone has to go through a process of failure and growing and learning. And you're only going to do that by, by starting, by risking something. Um, exactly. If, if it's not, if it's not worth risking anything, then it was never actually worth it. Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't actually
0: mean anything yeah and like you say that it doesn't it doesn't really matter what what you have right now or who you think you are um yeah. it's going after what you really want and actually becoming the person you want and like you said also the the fact that you know there's no such thing as overnight success and there's also one of the reasons i made this so that people can understand that everybody faces challenges and that we can't live our life in our comfort zone because life is lived with outside of that. We actually, when we start pushing the boundaries and actually start trying new things and failing and falling, that's when we discover how much more we can go, how much further we have and how much more we can grow and become. So amazing. I really love your story. I really love the fact that you, you back on it and you're saying, listen, nothing's going to stop me and yeah. you're still going after your passion. You are living life passionately more than yep. many other people. There's many other people out there who's confined to the safe zone, because they are scared of of something a perceived threat yeah, um, absolutely. and then tell t- tell me about your first triathlon. how did you how did you actually get into that um, and also swimming becoming a swimmer as and be not able to lose, to use your your body from yeah. the waist down, how did you manage that
1: yeah, so swimming is probably is told today it's the biggest challenge uh-huh. uh, to be honest swimming is a very unique sport it's a very technical sport so it's something you constantly have to work on um, it's still today the biggest challenge of the three um, also because i wasn't i was never so before my accident so i had to learn to swim from scratch and um currently how i do it is i wear a full wetsuit and i tie my legs together um okay. so they don't go all over the place um, And yeah, swimming, it takes a lot more effort for me to actually, I wouldn't say stay afloat, but to propel yourself through the water. Mm -hmm. And my first triathlon, so I was into cycling for a few years, hand cycling. And then I started thinking about doing the Ironman. And then I just started working towards this goal where the whole concept of you don't have uh, much to lose. So I also, you know, I still had that train of yeah, thought yeah. in my mind but also but also the the idea of how fragile your life is and you must do the things that you want to do because mm-hmm. um, you only have a limited time on earth yeah. and you know that kind of inspired me that look if I want to do this I have to do it now um, and I just started training for it and I really committed to that goal um, my first triathlon full triathlon was actually a half Ironman Okay. Um, so before that, I obviously trained each discipline on its own. Um, but the first yeah, triathlon three discipline was um, the half Ironman in Durban. Okay. Okay. And yeah, the preparation was amazing for it. So it was a good race. Um, uh, it's, a very, <laughs> it's a very new and challenging sport. So, you know, especially after you've swam two kilometers in the ocean, mm-hmm. then getting on a bike. Doing everything with your arms, yeah. Um,
0: I can imagine stuff.
1: Yeah, you must just keep your your head, you know, level and focus on the task at hand, and not focus too much on what's to come, especially mm-hmm. in a long race. Just focus on the now. Focus on the next pedal, and don't mm-hmm. don't think of what I must do in an hour or two hours, or yeah. you know, are oh, the races still four hours long? You know, just just focus on what you must do right now. Uh, focus on the now, and I'm pretty sure you'll be fine
0: that's that um that's actually something that you can use as an analogy for life as well, like you know sometimes you sit out, have a plan and just focus on the now, just mm. just doing it right now, taking that step right now, and taking the next yeah. step, even if you're not sure what the third or fourth step holds, just keep going, keep going, keep fighting because basically yeah. every day is a fight, and I'm sure you you as an athlete, you understand that that having that mental stamina, the ability to keep fighting every single day, you apply mm. that, that same concept from the fitness into, into life. And obviously yeah. now, now being a paraplegic, you obviously apply it as well, even more. And you always need to keep fighting. It doesn't matter what the, ten, what's, what's down the road in a year or 10 years from now, you yeah. just keep going headed, as long as you're in alignment with where you want to be. Just keep going, yes. keep going. And then yeah. tell me a bit about, you know, how it felt after accomplishing your first triathlon, how, it, how much, how you grew from that.
1: Yeah, look, the process was, was definitely long and the training, it took a lot out of me getting, getting into it. And especially because, uh, there's no one in South Africa that does what I do in a mm-hmm. wheelchair. So it was, it's a, it's a difficult process, you know, gathering all the information mm-hmm. and doing it. And the sense of accomplishment was, is actually it's amazing um, when you finish that because it's months of hard work and everything just comes down to one day yep. um, when you're in a wheelchair there's a lot of technical stuff that can go wrong as well you've got a lot more equipment mm-hmm. uh, like a hand cycle and a racing chair and with the swimming and there's a it's a lot more technical than the normal person so yes. it's it's also very stressful but when everything comes comes off, you know, and you're finished on that day, and all the months of hard work and planning, everything comes together. Um, It's a euphoria that you just can't explain. Um, It's unbelievably, you know, satisfying. And also, if you think of it as a emotional component, um, when you get injured, people tell you, you know, what you can do and what you can't do, and what your limitations are, and what your expectancy is of your life. And after that, that Ironman, it's you know, all that just falls away because mm-hmm. you've done something that no one thought is ever possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. It's, it's incredible. Um, I can't compare it to anything because there's nothing that, that I've ever experienced before.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, and I, I like the fact because, you know, that you whenever we're facing that challenges, like you say, that, that, that stretch goal, when, you, when you're actually going after it, you're growing in the process. And because you, you follow through on your commitment to say, listen, yeah, I'm going to do this triathlon. And at the end yeah. of the Ironman, you, like you say, you felt, you felt a sense of accomplishment. No one else in South Africa is doing what you're doing. Uh, maybe previously you doubted your ability, but now you know that these able-bodied people around me and I'm in the same game as them. So that makes you yeah. even stronger. You need to have an even stronger mind. To do what they are doing, um, yeah. so amazing, amazing, amazing feed That um, that's definitely something that I'm aspiring to do as well. One of my goals to do a triathlon, Ironman. Yeah. <laughs> so you inspired I me. It. <laughs> you inspired me. Okay, and then um, tell me, there are obviously days where you yeah. you feel down. You wake up thinking like, ah, oh, is this my life? Tell me how do you deal or handle those days?
1: I wouldn't say it's a feeling of you wake up and say, Oh, this is my life. But you do wake up where you think it's, it's hard work. Um, and and it is never ending. You know, you must wake up every day committed Uh and work towards this goal. Um, and those days do come, they do happen. And I think it's a very important time where you go through moments where you ask yourself, okay, why am I doing what I do? Uh And you're going to really have to dig deep and think long and hard about that. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Um, A mate and I, yeah, he's also doing Ironman and we had the same feeling, you know, last week where we we told each other and that's very typical in Ironman because you train so hard, you put a lot of work in and and one day it just hits you. So why am I actually doing this? This is tough, you know, and you're a bit hurtful sometimes because you don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to get on that bike. You don't want to, Go swimming. Um, But you need to keep the main focus, the main focus where you're going to have to know why you're doing what you're doing. And for everyone, that is going to be different. So, the advice that I would definitely give is understand why you're doing something. Don't just do it. Don't just do it for the accomplishment Mm -hmm. or the bucket list because one day you're going to wake up and that's not going to be enough to get you out of bed. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to need a very strong, reason why you're doing this and you're going to have to understand that reason really well Mm -hmm. and that's with anything in life otherwise you're not going to stay motivated you're not going to do quality work um it's not going to work out for you you know if you if you look at great people throughout history and what they do or great sports people they are in love with what they do it's their passion um and that is that is the only recipe for for i would say long-lasting success yes um You can pull yourself through one or two Ironman races, you know, with with a little bit of motivation and you're doing it for the medal or the status or just to be able to say that, look, I'm an Ironman. Um, But that is only going to last that long. You're going to have to really dig deep and understand and know yourself. Why are you doing certain things? And I can't help you with that. I can't Mm -hmm. tell you why you're doing things. I can't give you ideas. Um, everyone's gonna to have to find that for themselves
0: mm-hmm. yeah okay and now based on that the fact that you say that the why is very important our why like you said in everything we do we need we need to understand our reasoning behind it because mm-hmm. there are going to be those days where we don't feel like following through we lack a motivation um tell us a bit about the process how you discovered your why um
1: yeah i think that's the reason why why I got into to Iron Man stuff is mm-hmm. just because, um, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult question. It's a, it's not an overnight decision mm-hmm. that you make. Why do you do certain things? My why is definitely um, when I got injured, there's this preconceived, um, you know, how do you, how do you say it, like a, a stigma around being mm-hmm. disabled and what you yeah. can do and what you can't do. And to me, that just, I couldn't live with that being, being told that, look, you can, you can do this and you can't do this. Yeah. So, and that is it. So for me, my mm-hmm. why was definitely I can do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, and also, you know, God pushes us to, to dream bigger and yeah. think bigger. Because if, if we have a dream or a goal, his his purpose for our life is always bigger you Mm -hmm. you cannot dream that big it's not in your mental capacity to Mm -hmm. dream that big so that's when it started for me i I started thinking of the most ridiculous stuff physically that i can do Mm -hmm. and the iron man was was one of them um so it's kind of like i don't just do it for myself i do it for other disabled people on the same situation that I'm because I know the mental state that they are in Mm -hmm. and were in and going through and doing the Ironman being like a trailblazer doing the Ironman Mm -hmm. the first one to do it in South Africa would it means a lot to me to help those people that you know that are stuck in that mindset yes Um, because I was there as well so I understand the pain that you that they're actually going through and this is just fighting back
0: yeah yeah Beautiful, I love it, I love it. I love the fact that you, that's you, your mission to basically break down the stigma attached to being disabled, to showing people, yeah. but not only breaking down the stigma, but also showing those who are going through yeah. these types of disabilities or difficult times that, you know, it is possible. We can dream big, we can still do certain things that yeah. other people are saying we can't, and maybe we should just get out and keep fighting. So I love, I love that. Okay. And, yeah. um, how many, how many triathlons have you completed or Ironmans? Up until uh,
1: two, two half Ironman races and a few sprint distances at this okay. stage. Okay. Um, obviously many cycle races and many swimming stuff and a few running races, but triathlons in South Africa, those triath- triathlons that, that are accessible, uh-huh. Uh, for for wheelchair athletes are, are quite few and far apart. Okay. So I only do a few of them a year. I don't do that many, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. And also the cost of them, you know, competing is quite expensive. So we pick our races. Yeah. Very okay. very delicately.
0: Okay. So yeah. tell me tell me about bit about the team you have around you, people you have around you, who always we who feed off because ultimately we are the we are the average of the five people around us and if you want to be if you want to be sharp uh, mentally if you want to be sharp physically you need to have people who you can feed off people who motivates you so tell me a bit about the team how type of team you've put together
1: yeah yeah so there's obviously a few components to it Uh Um, I deal with you know big coaching staff Uh uh, concerning the training Component of everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, them, they themselves are, are very good athletes. So I can learn a lot from them and they have high standards. Um, then obviously my friends, which helped me a lot uh-huh. um, with training and that kind of stuff. Cause I do need help with a lot of things. Okay. So, you know, loading up bikes and for events and they help me uh, in the transfer zones. This is at the events themselves. Uh-huh. So, Um, the support structure from my friends is, is massive. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. And without them, it it wouldn't, it wouldn't be possible. I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Um, And then obviously the support of my family is also amazing. Um, So yeah, I would say friends and family is definitely, you know, something that's very important to me. Um, I'm, I also train with, some very good athletes, okay. and that is also very good because I train with able-bodied athletes, and they always push you yeah. harder because I need to keep up with them. <laughs> um, so for me, I really like that. I like being the, you know, the medium or the slowest one in the group. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to be the fastest one. Then I need to change my group. Yes, exactly. Uh, then I need then I need some faster people. So. And that principle you can take through everything in your life. You know, if you are the smartest person in the room, you need to get in a bigger room or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so yeah, that's, that's also the way that I think. And I like the, the, um, the quote that you gave, you know, you Mm -hmm. are the the average of the five people or closest people around you. Um, so I always keep that in mind as well. Yeah. Associate yourself with, um people that are ambitious and that go for life and yeah that's that's something that's very important surround yourself with the
0: right people yeah and tell me yeah. um what 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 would be your top three tips for people who are feeling stuck right now um who don't know what direction to take or what to do with their life or maybe just lack passion
1: yeah well ach, that's an easy one eh is just uh-huh. get out of your comfort zone you, you need to test yourself um You need to do something that scares you, Uh Um, you know, and if if there's always opportunities around us, and I think a lot of us just shy away from them because they scare you a bit and it's out of your comfort zone. Those are the ones that you must chase. You must always go for them. Um, Do the things that scare you. Do the things that that put you out of your comfort zone and you'll surprise yourself uh, what you can do or how much you will change after you've challenged yourself. Um, you need to challenge yourself so if you feel stuck then then it's typically that of you know you're stuck in a comfort zone Mm -hmm. Um, challenge yourself change change things up when it comes to training or diet or personal life or friends just I believe in change I love change Mm -hmm. Um, the past time I went through a few months and I'm probably still busy with it I went through a big period of change Mm -hmm. where everything around me Changed, you know, from um, the way that I earn my money, from my career, everything, the way that I do things, and I can honestly say that you must embrace the change because that's where the magic happens. Yes. So,
0: yeah. 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 Change is part of life. Change happening all around us, yeah. and that's also one thing that's actually very frightening: is that most people are afraid of change, and yeah. human, humans are one of the the ultimate adaptive machines we adapt that's why we're still surviving that's obviously here. yeah but the thing is that most people are just surviving they're not thriving mm. because they're not allowing themselves to adapt and they run with it and see what they can do and like you mentioned about Absolutely. change and in, in in the in the in in the situations where you are going out of your comfort zone you're trying something new there, there are going to be times where obviously you're going to be facing failure, or facing facing rejection, or you're not, things are not always going to work out your way. But that doesn't mean you have yeah. to stop there. That is just you learning more about yourself and growing. And if you yeah. pass, hard enough, myth, eventually you're going to catch up, catch catch some fish. And that's the most important yeah. part.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just need to keep on pushing.
0: Yeah, keep on pushing. Yeah. Okay, Alvin, thanks so much for your time. i Really, really appreciate. Pleasure. What an inspiring guy really inspiring can can you tell me can you tell us where can we find you online
1: yeah sure so the biggest platforms that we use is Mm -hmm. instagram and youtube um we love using youtube the past few months we really spent a lot of effort in growing that and i believe that is that is the future platform also you know for content Mm-hmm. Uh, for inspiring people and, you know, getting information. So we really make a big effort to to stay relevant on YouTube and post every second week uh, a mm-hmm. video. We really want to bump that up. Okay. But, um, but at this stage, yeah, every second week we do videos. Um, so, yeah, you can, you can find me there. It's just Olven Ace. You can search it on Instagram and on YouTube. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Once again, thanks so much for your time. And it was amazing chatting to you. Thanks so much. Oh, it's
1: a pleasure. Thank you, Carl. Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode. This is a weekly podcast. So tune in every Monday to get your dose of inspiration that will help guide you in designing your version of an extraordinary life. This is Carl Daniels wishing you an amazing day stay winning